time once more to dig into the piano files here in the hotbox. It's number 45, hotbox and counting. Uh, this file is for pianists in the key of R. So let's start with Ted Rosenthal, certainly not a household name in this part of the world, but one of the finest pianists of his generation. He uh, he worked at a young age with Jerry Mulligan and with James Moody at Art Pharma, so you get the kind of... Uh, style that you might be anticipating. Uh, many more, of course, he worked all over the place and he won the prestigious uh, Thelonious Monk piano competition back in 1988. He's a graduate of and now he's a teacher and on the faculty of the Manhattan School of Music as well as the Juilliard School of Music. We're going to hear him uh, solo, but suffice it to say that he has composed and indeed played two of his own full-scale piano concertos so far. Uh, this track is from his 1995 live appearance at the now legendary Maybeck Recital Hall in Berkeley, California. Uh, it's a James P. Johnson piece. It's uh, You've Got to Be Modernistic. I suspect that Ted uses it as a kind of encore to his live concerts, but it's such fun I can't resist playing it to open our concert. Although it really, I guess, doesn't give a very full picture of his overall talent. You've Got to Be Modernistic. Thank you. 
slightly modernistic take on You've Got to Be Modernistic from the Maybeck Recital Series, Volume 38, Ted Rosenhall. James P. Johnson, of course, was the author of the piece. Um, we'll stay in something of a historic exploration mode in the uh, in this particular piano file, which I should remind you is in the key of R, uh, to find one Gene Rogers. Again, absolutely not a household name, but probably unwittingly familiar to many, even non-jazz fans, as the unidentified pianist on one of the most famous of all jazz recordings, Coleman Hawkins' landmark rendition of Body and Soul back in 1939. Rogers had to wait until the 1970s to make any decent recordings under his own name, and I've picked this one from 1972. He's with the great Joe Jones on the drums and Slam Stewart on the bass. This is Macon Whoopi. Thank you. 
Gene Rogers there, making whoopee. Uh, he died back in 1987, and one hopes uh, that his memory will never entirely fade away. A fine pianist who played with many of the great and good of his era. Um, he, he was in the Hawkins Band, and he wasn't on that famous Body and Soul recording by accident. He was actually the band's pianist and arranger at that time. And you could hear from what we've just listened to a considerable technique. And by the time he made his own recordings in the 70s, he'd largely faded from view. He was play, playing kind of hotel lounges and things. But several of his fellow musicians pushed hard for him to be recorded, and we just heard the result. Well, now for something very different.
That was Alfredo Rodriguez, the young Cuban maestro, aged just 33 now. Already he has four albums out as a leader. That was from his uh, 2014 offering, which is called The Invasion Parade. Uh, you heard the title quite a lot, Cubismo. Uh, he was discovered, if that's the right word, at the 2006 Montreux Jazz Festival, and he subsequently became mentored and produced by Quincy Jones, which, of course, pretty much uh, secured his future for a while. As you may have guessed, um, being uh, Cuban has uh, no disadvantage in the piano world. The, uh, there are plenty of wonderful pianists emanating from Cuba because the musical education system is tremendous there. Um, he is really a fabulous pianist. Tons of heritage built in, not just Cuban heritage, but also a close study of the landmark pianists in the mainstream. Doubtless uh, we'll hear more from him in the future. Uh, not, alas, in this edition of The Hot Box as we have to move on in our exploration of the R-File. So how about, uh, since we have a bit of a Latin vibe going, Hilton Ruiz with his take on Charlie Parker's Little Suede Shoes. Thank you. 
piano with a, a fantastic rhythm section, Steve Berrios on the timbales, Ignacio Berroa on the drums, Andy Gonzalez as the bass player and Joe Gonzalez the bongo player and also the great Carlos Potato Valdez on conga there. And the rest of the band was David Sanchez on the tenor saxophone, uh, Charlie Sepulveda on the trumpet and Steve Ture on the trombone, a pretty A-list band really. Uh, Hilton Ruiz, he sadly died in his 50s, a very sad death. Um, well, I suppose um, it's sad to die in your 50s, but uh, he died actually after falling and hitting his head uh, on Bourbon Street in New Orleans. And I guess uh, if you have to die somewhere as a jazz man, it's a fairly appropriate place to die. Um, he played outside his Latin heritage a lot. Uh, he was, for example, for many years a sideman with the amazing Roland Kirk. That was a take on Charlie Parker's Little Suede Shoes. And this is... Eric Reed.
Eric Reed there with another stellar band. Ben Wolfe was the bass player, Karim Riggins on the drums, and then the brass was Nicholas Payton, Wycliffe Gordon, and uh, Wessel Anderson. Or Wycliffe Gordon, do you call him? I think you probably do. It was uh, Reed's own composition, a nod in the direction of Art Blakey, who was known to his friends as Buhena. So uh, Reed called the song Black, as in Buhena. Eric Reed, uh, he's been at the top of his game for many years, starting out playing piano in his father's church way back, and I believe it's often possible to hear that churchiness in his playing today. And that was taken from an impulse recording called Musical in 1992. Very nice it is indeed. Thank you. 
Yeah, the splendid Marcus Roberts there. Absolutely remarkable in absolute New Orleans style with Jason Marsalis, brother of the probably more famous other Marsalis brothers uh, on the drums. He was behind the drum kit. Thaddeus Expose is a bass player I've never heard of, uh, but he sounds as though he's from the south somewhere. Marcus Printup uh, was the trumpet player. Vincent Gardner on the trombone and Ted Nash was the clarinet player. That's, uh, in fact, the opening track from Marcus Roberts' 1997 album called Blues for the New Millennium. Roberts uh, hails originally from Florida. He uh, was, has been blind since he was five uh, due to glaucoma. And uh, he went to the same school for the blind, uh, for blind and deaf people, as Ray Charles went to. And uh, went on from there through universities. Now a highly regarded music educator across every so-called divide in music. But as you could hear... There, his own playing carries with it a strong connection to the great traditions of jazz music. And you're tuned and attuned at this stage to Hotbox number 45, and we're digging into the piano files, this one labelled R, or in the case of the next piece, double R, Rini Rosness.
Wonderfully calming piece, The Sounds Around the House, written by Alec Wilder and played there by Rini Rossness with the help of Peter Washington on the bass and Al Foster on the drums. I've been a fan of uh, Rini's for many, many years since spending the whole evening listening to her play three separate hour-long sets in the best-ever piano setting in New York City, Bradley's Bar in University Place, now, alas, a pizza joint with bad music. Um, she is Asian in origin, adopted as a baby by a Norwegian family in the far northwest of Canada, the same area that Diana Kral comes from, incidentally, and there must be something in the water. Uh, she's now married to the pianist Bill Charlap, so theirs is the one of the very few houses, I dare say, in the whole world that boasts not one but two Steinway grand pianos in the sitting room. I'm not sure if Rene was ever... Uh, mentored by our next pianist. I know Diana Kral was, though. He's called Jimmy Rolls, uh, playing here in duo with bassist Ray Brown.
Jimmy Rolls, whose uh, real name wasn't Rolls at all, actually. It was Hunter. So maybe he's misfired. No, I don't think so. He, he adopted the name Rolls professionally. He died back in 1996 at a fairly good age after a very stellar career, really, working with everybody from Lester Young right through to Tony Bennett and famously, indeed, as an accompanist to both Sarah Vaughan and Ella Fitzgerald. And, as I mentioned earlier, he helped Diana Krall as a pianist uh, back in the um, in the day and encouraged her at that time to develop her singing, which uh, surely was a very wise piece of advice and a very good career move for her. Well, now, just in case uh, you were getting too relaxed, uh, try this one on for size. Gonzalo Rubalcaba. <laughs>
the Afro-Cuban pianist Gonzalo Rubalcaba at Montreux in 1991 with Charlie Hayden on the bass and Paul Motion on the drums. And the tune was Well You Needn't, written by Thelonious Monk. And that was perhaps the moment when the Cuban pianist burst onto the world stage. Sir Simon Rattle says he's the most gifted pianist on the planet. Dizzy Gillespie said he was the greatest pianist he'd ever heard. I'm not sure I can add much to that. <laughs> he's simply phenomenal. You must check out his recordings if you enjoyed that one. Gonzalo Rubalcaba. Well now, M- Michelle Rosewoman, not not a household word. We started the programme with not household words, and Michelle Rosewoman is undeservedly, I think, not a household word. Very, very gifted musician indeed.
Dear friends, brings us to the end of the Hotbox 45. Michelle Rosewoman and the band. Uh, you heard the members of the band. They're very uh, senior guys indeed. Steve Wilson and uh, Craig Handy among them. Otherwise known as the band Quintessence. It was recorded in another of those late lamented clubs in New York City. The Sweet Basil. Put out of business really by 9-11 events because of the... For obvious reasons, people became unwilling to go downtown. Very sad, but a great band and a great venue. The next piano file will be opened in about a month, uh, but there's another hot box number 46 indeed coming along in a couple of weeks right here on the jazzireland.ie website. For now, though, if you have been, thanks for listening. <laughs>